Welcome to the I Give an F1 podcast. I'm Allison. And I'm Lynette. And we're here to talk about the latest news in Formula One. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. To the last race of the season. The last race recap of the season. Can you believe it? I'm like so sad. I know. It's okay. It'll be <laughs> here before we know it. <laughs> I know. I mean, we, it's a well-deserved break. Like we have been giving y'all this content weekly since March and it's the end of our first season. It's the end of an era for us. And <laughs> How exciting. I know it's so exciting. And we just want to say thank you so much to everyone who has been listening um, who has been supporting us and I want to cry. I know. <laughs> I know it's been so much fun. So I hope you guys have been enjoying it and having fun too, listening to us and, you know, we'll be back next year. I was looking at the schedule that they posted already, you know, the official schedule for next year and the first race, um, like the first weekend starts February 29th. So that's pretty soon. Oh, and then, wow, you know, we have testing soon. and all kinds of stuff before that. So we'll be back yeah. before you know it. I pulled up the schedule for preseason and I believe it's February 25th. And I know it's like the end of February. Yeah. And then like like the actual race, I think was March 1st or something like that. Second. Yeah. So you'll see us back and we're going to do some episodes in between. uh, Yeah. We'll definitely have like some news episode, like all this news going into the new season and all of that. So, and then I'm sure you know, once January comes around, there's going to be a lot more to talk about too. So, but, yeah. um, but yeah, so Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi, <laughs> last race of the season. And I think it, uh, it was a, a nail biter to the very end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but definitely more off- than I expected. I I'm kind of like, uh, Abu Dhabi's kind of like a hit or miss sometimes, you know, the races can be a little like not too much action. Or they can be like super exciting, you know, when there's a world championship <laughs> deciding race and stuff. So I thought it was it wasn't gonna be all that exciting, but it it was. It was good. It that was track's so kind of like it's not like my favorite, but not the yeah. worst. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I definitely love all of the lights. I love the night the night lights and everything. It just seems yeah. like such a cool track. And I think everyone was buzzing after, you know, Las Vegas and probably pretty tired and sleep deprived. But <laughs> <laughs> so we started the week off with some, some cool moments. So as you guys know, this was Fran, Fran's toss last race. Blah. That was an, <laughs> that was a uh, tongue twister. And he actually got a tribute from Yuki. Yuki put his face on his helmet. what do you think about that? <laughs> Funny. I thought it was nice. Yeah. I thought it was super sweet. As much as I was not rooting for, <laughs> for Alpha Tauri this weekend, because we really wanted Williams to secure that seventh. <laughs> um, you know, at the same time, I love Yuki. I love Alphatari. I love Danny. So it was a, it was a, it was a double-edged sword, I think for the weekend, <laughs> but, but I loved the helmet. I thought it was really cool. It was a cool tribute. And they also did not change their livery this weekend, which I found to be very interesting. They kept the Vegas livery into the final race of the season. And what did you think about that, Lynette? I thought they would definitely go back to the original design, but maybe is that a cost saver? Probably, I would think. I mean, why else would you do it? But 
So they did it. And then Alfa Romeo left theirs too. That one yes. was to me a little more surprising since it has more to do with Vegas, you know, the, the cards and gambling and stuff. So yeah, that one was more of a surprise. Yeah, for that sure. They kept. So it was and probably then, that maybe they just didn't want to spend more time doing that for the last race. Yeah. And then speaking of liveries, we also had McLaren. They had a new livery for this last weekend. And I have to say, I was not impressed. I didn't love the color scheme. I thought it had too much yellow in it, but mm -hmm. what did you think? Um, honestly, I felt like when I saw it, I was kind of like another one. <laughs> I feel how many they've had, what, like six or seven this year already. So it's like a little much already. And it wasn't one that was wow. Also, you yeah. know, it wasn't great. It wasn't one of the best ones that they had. So it was kind of like, eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I, it wasn't my favorite and mm -hmm. I just think they put a, they put too many colors in there yeah. and I didn't like the gradient from like the yellow to orange. It just didn't look right on the track for some reason. So yeah, not my I think favorite. like when you're working with that orange color and they have a lot of colors going on, so it's kind of hard to, to make these special liveries and, you know, sponsors like work really with those colors. And then they always choose yeah. to do them so big that it takes takes over. So yeah. 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 I agree. Any other liveries? I didn't notice any other ones. No, that was it. There was, um, some other like special helmets. Um, Charles had one and, um, that's it really, I think. Right. Yuki and Charles maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That was it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody got it all out in Vegas. I know. Right. <laughs> well, that was the show stopping race of the season. So yeah. So I guess we'll get into practice, which yes. we didn't have much going on except for two, I, I would say probably two major things that happened. So we had Carlos, um, he spun out and hit the wall, damaging his car, which was not great for him and not a good start to the weekend. No, definitely not, especially after Vegas and the damage that he had there and all the money that they had to pay and... <laughs> And, and then to go and, and have this happen again. So it wasn't a good start for him, for sure. Yeah. And, and then and we had that red flag for a while while they cleaned everything up and fixed the barriers. Yes. And then a frustrated Max trying to overtake in the pit lane. And mm -hmm. I think um, that caused a lot of frustration with, frustrations with the other drivers, especially the Mercedes drivers. Um, and yeah, so that forced some new roles for the weekend, which it's just one race <laughs> that they're enforced for. But, um, but yeah, so they ended up changing the rules for the weekend. So no overtaking allowed in the pit lane exit. what do you think and about that? I thought it was a little too late. Like, I just don't see the point in doing it on the last race. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I thought it was kind of pointless. It was obviously legal and it's, you know, yeah. you're, you're doing it. And um, so I, I guess the reason they did it for this one was because of the tunnel. That was the reasoning. But I just I, mm -hmm. I don't like when they start changing rules and and, you know, changing things around either halfway through the season or like something like this, like the last race. Um, yeah, just 
I mean, nothing happened, you know, um, I guess you could say like, oh, it's dangerous, but nothing really happened. The cars can move over, you know, if they don't want to be like passed or I, I don't know, like, yeah, it just seems kind of silly, you know, like every, I feel like lately it's like any little thing. Okay. Let's look into it and change it. So yeah. either you're not okay with how you guys have been running things with your rules and now you want to change it or you're just changing it because who knows why. But then um, it kind of, it was interesting because then it kind of became an issue once they had that rule, everybody backing up and in the pit lane and slowing down and, and caused another, have that problem. issue again, where some of them aren't sure if they can finish or. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. We'll see how that works out next year with the, with the whole, like now we can't pass in the pit lane and then you can't stop at the pit lane. You can't slow down. Maybe now <laughs> the teams will finally say, okay, let's just get out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So that's all I had for practice. What about you? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. You want to get into quali? Yeah. So quali. So quali was also, you know, not, not too much craziness. Um, we had, you know, the traffic situation going out. But then, um, so in Q1, we had Carlos Sainz also. <laughs> he was kind of like the name of uh, Q1 that he didn't get into Q2. So right. he was out and um, he blamed some traffic also because of that, that whole like pit lane incident now that they couldn't pass and they were slowing down. So he kind of got not that traffic, but like once he started going around the track, they were all kind of bunched mm -hmm. up, I guess. And so there was traffic and that was what he blamed it on. And then um, Logan Sargent also had an issue where he didn't actually set a time, but it was because of time limits. So, so he didn't yes. get... He had a DNQ, what they call yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> he had a great time before getting the time deleted. So that's a shame. Mm -hmm. I know. But you have to keep it inside the track limits. I mean, <laughs> it was a it was a frustrating start to the weekend for him, I'm sure. But yeah, I think we all were hoping that maybe this was the week. But I think that's how we feel every week. Maybe this is the week. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So, I know. And I'm sure it was frustrating for him too. You know, the last race, like he right. can prove himself and, and like give his best, but it didn't work out. Yes. And he wasn't the only one with a time deleted. So in Q2, we had Hulkenberg as well, who got his time deleted and Albon also tried to, I, I don't know what their strategy was there, but they kept trying to go out by themselves and mm -hmm. with the track evolution, it just wasn't working to their advantage. But I think with Alex, something, some strategist at Williams was thinking to themselves, you know, they probably need the open space for their outlap to get set up for their qualifying lap. And so I think they just kept going with the same strategy and it ended up kind of hurting Alex. I'm not sure if he would have done better or worse given where he was placed, you know, on the track coming mm -hmm. out. But I thought that was really interesting that they kept letting the Williams cars go out on their own. Mm -hmm. So we had that and it wasn't enough, you know, it wasn't enough. Albon ended up getting, getting um, booted out in Q2 and Hamilton also knocked out yeah. by his own teammate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so P11. Yes, P11. And then we got into Q3. Yeah, Q3 Do you have any notes for was Q3? 
<laughs> a little surprising for me. So um, Perez uh, had a, a bad qualifying, I think, starting P9. Yeah. And then so Russell was up there for Mercedes P4. And then the surprise for me was Charles um, in second. Mm-hmm. When I saw the time go up, I was like, wow, because <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. I feel like Ferrari the whole weekend, like prior to that, was just kind of in the middle. There yeah. was nothing really that was showing like they could have had a chance. And I think maybe a lot of people felt like that. So when he pulled it out like that, I was like, wow. And it, it was it's funny to me. I feel like these last few races right now that Mercedes and Ferrari have been like in their little fight for a second you know, we had Charles and Lewis both get, get disqualified. And then we have um, in Vegas, you know, Carlos and and I think Lewis also like not, or sorry, George, you know, not so great. So like they've kind of been just back and forth, back and forth. So now we have Charles and Russell starting up top and yes. Lewis and, and Carlos down at the bottom. So I was like, oh, this is going to be <laughs> an interesting one. Stressful. Yes. Yeah. And um, then we had, so Max, Charles, and then Oscar, P3. Yes, a great, great qualifying lap for Oscar. I thought, okay, like maybe this is the race, you know. <laughs> but um, Perez also had his time deleted as well, speaking yeah. of, mm-hmm. of track limits. So that gave McLaren the opportunity to really kind of get in there and get themselves on, you know, the front two rows. Mm-hmm. But uh Leclerc kind of took it from him and then Russell split the McLarens as well. So, you know, they had Piastri at least in third and Norris, you know, backing it up in fifth. And yeah, and, thought, and he was saying that he he really kind of messed up his lap and he thought he could have done a lot more. So, but yeah. And then, of course, Sonoda in sixth, which I thought great that I feel like he does really well on this track for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if maybe he's had a lot of, a lot more experience on this track, but it, you can tell whenever he's on this track, he just seems to have, have a, a groove about him. Mm-hmm. And so I was impressed to see him in sixth and even Hulkenberg, you know, Hulkenberg, he's always like pulling out some crazy yeah. qualifying <laughs> laps. <laughs> Popping up there every once in a while for quality, yeah. <laughs> at least yeah. that, you know, at least they had that throughout the year. Yeah, for sure. For sure. (laughs) So that's all I had for qualifying. Uh, Lynette, did you have anything else? No, that's it. (laughs) Okay. So the last grid walk of the season. (laughs) So were you expecting something good? (laughs) I knew there, it wasn't, I knew it wasn't going to be as good as Vegas because Vegas just had all of the makings of just complete chaos and <laughs> just, I don't know, insanity, but I, I was not expecting Martin to be so, I guess, um, he, he, he had an altercation. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this or not, but with a security guard. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And so for me, I was like, oh my gosh, like this guy does not know who he is. Like he's not letting him go through. And he was so mad. He was like, no, I am allowed to go back there. I'm allowed to go back there. And he kept pushing, pushing, pushing until finally he was just like, yeah, you see, like, (laughs) yeah. And then the guy tells him like, I'm not pushing, I'm blocking. Like, yeah, that's the problem. You're blocking. Get out of the way. (laughs) Yes. And, um, I liked this grid walk and let me tell you why he pulled aside a lot of people that 
were in Formula One that I would have wanted to see, like Franz Tost, and I saw Mika Heikkinen, and that was really nice. He pulled aside some of the drivers, Charles, George, mm-hmm. Yuki, and he he also spoke to Tommy Fleetwood. I don't know if you know who he is or not, but he's a PGA golfer. And apparently he lives in Dubai, like in the off season or somewhere close by, maybe Abu Dhabi. I'm not sure, but he was saying he lives really close and he was just like a guest of somebody that weekend, but super nice on the, on the interview portion. And then he, Martin went for Chris Hemsworth. And I don't know if like how many fans how many, I'm sorry, how many listeners out there are obsessed with the Hemsworth brothers, but there were like all three of them were there. <laughs> it was, <laughs> there was Chris and, um, and then the younger one and the middle one. And I cannot remember their names, but for the life of me shows. How I thought there was only two. <laughs> no, there's three. Oh, okay. Um, and then he also interviewed Will I Am, and I think Will I Am was like super excited to like talk to him again. He's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I saw you last week." <laughs> and then Maria Sharapova, who I adore, I think she's just super talented, and I thought that was really cool. It does seem like she knows about Formula One really, uh, you know, really closely. And so I, I personally enjoyed the people that were being interviewed. I thought everyone was super friendly, super nice. And I felt like Martin was just kind of like in his element, just very happy to be there. Last grid walk of the season. I think he's kind of over it too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There was a lot more celebrities than I expected. Yes. Um, and I, and I don't know if that's like an Abu Dhabi thing or what, but Mm -hmm. I felt like, yeah, you're, you're right. I felt like there were a lot of celebrities and, and actually a lot of them there to see Lewis Hamilton. I don't know if you yeah. noticed that. I mean, that's usually how it is. Like the celebrities are just there for, for Lewis, mostly a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, to be fair, when they asked Chris who he was rooting for, he said Oscar. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Cause he, they're Australian. I think he said, right. Yes. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> So any other thoughts on the pre-race coverage? No. Did you like I love the, the flyover? flyover. <laughs> yes. Yes, of course. I loved it. The big yeah, old Yeah, it's jumbo really cool. It's, it's really cool when they, I usually they do like the, a plane spinning around the, the bigger plane, but uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they have a, a really cool fly, flyover over there. So I like it. They were keeping they it do safe it. this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. So that brings us into the race. Yeah. Race time. <laughs> race what, what, time. Did you have like any predictions or anything? Like, what did you think was, you know, how? I thought Alex would at least make it in the top 10. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like because he has had such a good year so far and being able to get the most extract the most out of that Williams car. I was for sure thinking that he would be able to do something. And Mm -hmm. when I saw Yuki kind of pulling way ahead, I was so worried, you know, for, for them because they put, they've come from such a low point. And, and if you've been a formula one fan for the last, like, you know, four or five, six years, whatever you've seen, like their downfall. It, I mean, it has been really, really hard for them to pull themselves back in this position. And I was so excited for them to, you know, potentially have this winning money to put towards their, you know, their team. And it was like, so scary that 
that Yuki was like right there uh, the whole time. So, but for me, the predictions were like, for sure, I thought Alex would be in top 10. And I thought that Carlos and Leclerc would be able to break top 10 and beat Mercedes. That was kind of what I was expecting to happen. But what about you? Yeah, I thought Carlos was going to have a way better race um, than he did. Yeah. Sure. And then, you know, I figured Russell would kind of um, be up there, you know, um, and and the McLarens also like a good fight for the podium with those three, you know, for uh, Charles and McLaren and and George. I thought that was going to be like a good battle for, you know, for those last for those last two podium spots. Yeah. I thought also every, almost every race, like first lap, we've had some sort of an incident happening. And and so I did not expect a clean start, like what we got. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. that was my other, my other prediction. But anyway, Mm -hmm. getting into the race, the start was clean. There were no issues on the start. Yeah. Abu Dhabi, like, Um, I feel like it's a pretty wide track and there's a lot of runoff and stuff. So it's usually, I feel like a pretty, pretty clean race yeah but you know Um, those tires are cold so (laughs) i was just kind of hoping (laughs) for a little bit of drama but (laughs) we didn't get much yeah well well, we had a little bit of uh between charles and max maybe possibly doing a little overtake there but um you know again it didn't last long so (laughs) but he 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 gave it a good fight there yes so uh one one thing I was surprised with was McLaren Norris uh, had a bad pit stop. Did you notice that? Yeah, that did. was not like them. I think it was like a back. What was it like a back left tire or something? Yeah, the back wheel. I guess they were having issue getting it on or off or something like that. So, um, so with that that slow pit stop, George was able to to pass him in the pit lane because they had been having. Um, like a little back and forth going on. George was after Lando basically for a few laps yes. and, and he couldn't catch him. And yeah, that slow pit stop was made George like able to pass him right there in the, in the pit lane. Yeah. And then we also had Hamilton who had contact with Gasly. Mm-hmm. And-, yeah, and he had a little bit of a uh, front wing damage, but didn't affect him. I'm surprised it's it surprised it stayed on actually because at first yeah. it kind of looked like it was wobbling a bit, but then it it just stayed, didn't move yeah. around much. Yeah, and then we also had a bit of action with Perez and Norris. What did you think about that? Um, oh, so, that's yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the Perez and no- yeah Perez and Norris. Yeah, Perez um, that going into the turn. He, he kind of just didn't finish that turn. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't finish the turn. Yeah, he, he forgot to finish that turn and and bumped a, gave Norris a little bump there. Um, and, you know, Prez trying to make it seem like it wasn't his fault, you know, that he turned into him, but definitely didn't turn into him. Lando not turn into him. So yeah. he got a, his five-second penalty for that, which... Did you think Ugh. that that was appropriate, an appropriate penalty for, you know, I was thinking us? about that. So like if I guess, cause I was like wondering, sometimes I feel like 
things like this happen, but then they don't give a penalty. And then, you know, and, and I even like asked Juan about it. I was like, what do you think? You know, but he was, he was like, no, you know, he, he clearly, it wasn't like a mistake or something that he couldn't control or right. it was like, he just didn't he, you know, keep turning, like he didn't take the turn as like he should have. So, so yeah, I mean, you know, at first I was like, I don't know, should he have gotten like a five second just for that, like a tap or, um, I guess they couldn't give back like the position, but there wasn't like any overtaking, like, uh, you know, off, off the track or anything. So right. I guess, yeah, I mean, he, it was his fault. And even though, you know, there was no like damage or anything or didn't cause a crash. You know, he deserved that, that five second penalty. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you feel about it? I, I feel like there's been so many incidents that have gone unpenalized this season mm -hmm. for that one to have stuck out enough to deserve a five second penalty. I don't know that it was appropriate, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's how I felt. I was kind of not sure about that one. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, that's, it's a hard one to call because in certain mm -hmm. cases you're like, oh, why wasn't he penalized? And then other cases yeah. you're like, wait, he, did he really need to be penalized for that? I don't know. I think it all just depends on, on where your head is at and, and which, you know, what outcomes you're, you're expecting from the race. But, but yeah, I do think, I think in this case, you know, there's just been so many that have been overlooked. I think it truly was like, I think Perez maybe knew he was there and did try to push him off track a bit, mm -hmm. but maybe that's why he deserved the penalty. So I'm not sure. I think yeah. I'm, I lean more towards no penalty, but no. <laughs> I know, I feel like I know he knew that yeah was there. it looked like when you watch it it seems I mean you would think like you knew he was there but then you can also right. think well Lando could have given more room like you know if if he knew he wasn't or I guess Lando expected him to just take the turn like as he should um but like it got me kind of thinking like okay yes he deserved the penalty it was his fault but then do we want to have any little thing, okay, penalty, 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 right? And, right. and then kind of takes away from the race a little bit. So yeah, I, th I feel like it was one of those moments because I even I even asked Juan, I was like, what do you think about that? <laughs> and, you know, of course, he's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. But, yeah. <laughs> so that, I mean, really, that was all I had as far as like the race, except towards the very end with Leclerc. Did you have anything in between that? Um, no, it was pretty much just like DRS train, um, a lot of, there was quite a few overtakes and, um, I like that they all kind of followed each other pretty closely for most of the, right. most of the time, instead of being so separated that you didn't really have like any action. So there was a lot of back and forth. There was the, um, tire strategy or like the pit stop strategies, the, you know, undertakes and, um, you know, I feel like there was a lot to kind of like that the teams had to think about throughout the entire race. Yeah. And speaking of thinking through the entire race, I feel like <laughs> Leclerc had the right idea towards the very end. Yeah. I was like, where are the strategists on this? Because 
the fact that Leclerc had to voice the fact that Perez should pass him so that he could give a gap, like a five second mm-hmm. gap. I mean, come on. Like, don't you think that they should have thought of that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. You know, I, I would have, I wish that uh, I was listening to the radio, like the Ferrari team radio to see if there was anything else, like what else was being said before that. Cause obviously he knew exactly what was going on. He knew that there was a five second penalty. Right. So I would like to like go back and listen to see what the team, if the team was saying anything to like, let's come up with a plan or if this was just Charles like, okay, he has a five second penalty. Let's take care of this. You know? (laughs) Yeah. To me, it seemed like he knew exactly what was going on and exactly Mm -hmm. what he needed to do, but there had to have been kind of more there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just, it was frustrating at the very end because, you know, he gave the second place to Perez, but then it wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. They were, I think behind, I think Perez was still ahead only by four seconds or something from George. Yeah. And, and George thought he's he even said that he thought that Charles was going to try and hold him back with, I don't, I don't think there was enough time for that. There wasn't enough laps left for him to do that. Right. And I don't know if he would have wanted to risk that because if he let Perez through, that's fine. Perez has the penalty. So his second place isn't going to be taken away, but I don't know if he wanted to risk now George possibly overtaking him and taking that second. So yes. um, I think that this was like the best that they could do to try and, and, you know, get those points in to secure second. Yeah. I think the radio, the radio message with George was kind of hilarious. Did you catch that when George was like, yeah, <laughs> what does that effing mean? Like, where is Hamilton in the, in the race? Like, I need to know this information. And they were like, just keep driving your race. Everything is going to plan. I'm like, but is it? <laughs> yeah. Cause at that moment, Ferrari was ahead with the way, yes. the way the, the positions were. So they probably just didn't want to tell him, no, we're not, <laughs> we don't, we don't have it right now because we don't need you stressing out anymore and, and possibly crashing and losing control. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Yeah. So with that, um, we also had Williams securing their seventh place because Yuki finished in eighth, which only gave AlphaTauri four points and they needed what was it? Seven to win. Or they needed eight, right? To mm. win. Yeah. I don't remember. So it was, yeah, close. I think it was, <laughs> yeah, I think they were ahead by seven points and they, and Yuki needed to get eight points to win. And mm. I think at one point he was, I think sixth and had he finished in sixth, they would have ugh, it's so sad to say, but they probably would have would have beat Williams at that point. So it, it was a missed opportunity for Yuki, but I think he had a great drive overall. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think this race just overall, like through the field, it was nice to have that like Mercedes Ferrari battle. We had the Alpha Tauri and, and Williams and um, like there was, you know, a lot that you could still kind of like keep an eye on and see yes. how they were doing. Yes. And that's what we've been trying to tell you guys. Everyone mm-hmm. who says, it's oh, this just is about so boring. <laughs> yeah. This has been so boring. It's all about Max. It's the Max show. Like, what are we even supposed to watch? This is what you're supposed to watch. Like, mm-hmm. this is what it came down to. And every race mattered for these teams and for these drivers that were not in first place. So I I thought at the end of the day, it was a great race. I don't think it was the best race. What do you think? 
No, it wasn't the best, but it was good. I think there was a lot of action, a lot of things to keep an eye on and a lot like just going on from beginning to end. I think there was like a, a short amount of time where there wasn't too much, but yeah, I, I just liked, you know, you know, when they go into the pit stops and, and like when they were coming out, there was like, they would come out into traffic and you had to make sure like, oh, you know, are they ahead? Are they behind? Like how close? Like I just, yeah. I thought it was good. For sure. Mm-hmm. So any other notes on the race? Um, yeah. So Carlos signs. Okay. Taking his pit stop on the, the last lap. They were kind oh, of yeah. waiting for the safety car. Pretty much that's all they had like to hope for was a safety car. So they kept him out there and he didn't pit till I think Matt, like the top three had already crossed the finish line and, and he was in the pits. Yeah. <laughs> still, still in there. So um, I just think his just race was race. not that great. Yeah. He, he, I think the only chance that they really had was he had to have a really good start and he had to get make up positions and he really didn't at all. I think he made up two positions in the start and then he just sat there. He just sat behind stroll for a while. And I think that was the moment that really messed up the race. So regardless of the strategy, I don't think it would have really worked out. They did wait, I think too long to let him in, but either way, I think if they would have done it right after, like, you know, the, uh, whatever other team it was like it, I don't think he would have made it into the points because he really lost a lot of time in the beginning and that first stint yeah. and he didn't, he couldn't do anything. So, but yeah, pitting last. <laughs> <laughs> so dare I ask who your biggest loser is for the race? <laughs> uh, you know, I don't really know. Really? Have, yeah. You've got I mean, a lot of I losers. Guess signs, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel so. I feel like there wasn't really a driver of the day for me. I mean, I have a driver of the day, but there wasn't one like super standout. Right. And the same with loser. It okay, was kind of so- like a, just everybody. <laughs> I think everybody did good, you know, like for the race yeah. that they fought. I guess let's go with um, Carlos because he he really didn't perform like Ferrari needed him to, um, in qualifying and in the race. So, yeah. Um, I think for me, I would definitely pick Carlos, but because you picked him, I'll go Logan. Mm -hmm. I felt like, I felt like qualifying at this race might have sealed his ticket out of formula one. I don't know. I just, I'm feeling bad vibes. I'm like, really? yes. Did you hear the radio know. message to him? No. So they told him, um, what was it something along the lines of like, um, we were ready to like work this winter and many more days after, or like many more after that, something like that. So I was like, oh, so are you saying there's a, <laughs> there's a chance. Don't get my <laughs> hopes up, Lynette. I know. But then they're <laughs> saying, well, he's always going to be part of like our driver's academy and this and that. So you know, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think he couldn't keep it in track limits on qualifying day. Like, mm-hmm. ugh, I don't know. It just, I hope it didn't seal the deal for him, but we'll see, I guess. So I'm going to go with him for biggest loser. And okay. did you pick a biggest winner, like driver of the day? No. Oh, well, okay. Um, I'm going to go with Charles. Okay. Yeah. 
Then Why? he had a good start. He gave Max like a teeny bit of a fight. And okay. then he like feel like he was under pressure a couple times. He had George, Lando, Oscar. Yeah. Um, he held it together, kept it together. And and then with that little strategy at the end. So I'm yeah. gonna go with Charles. Okay. I so driver of the day would be different from like okay i'm gonna go driver of the day for me i have to go someone different from you just to make it interesting <laughs> i would have picked charles but i think i'm gonna go george and that is because not only did he end up on the podium but he also sealed the deal with mercedes getting second in mm -hmm. team championship. So I think it was a double win for him. So I'm going to go George as my driver yeah. of the day. Okay. But, yeah. He drove, he drove really well. Yeah. But you guys, we, we pulled you and 60% of you said Yuki was your driver of the day, which totally like team Yuki. We love Yuki. Um, George 6%, Charles 29%. So lots of, uh, lots of Charles out there. <laughs> Not many for George, so I'm. I think I'm in the minority there, but <laughs> I had to go different. So, <laughs> and Yuki um, got driver of the day for the he audience. Mm -hmm. He did. That's right. So yes, that's who we had. Biggest winner, biggest loser. The before we get into, I think we have like a little bit of a pit crew segment, but I did want to just talk a little bit about Max from this season. And I think it's worth noting the season that he has had. So I looked up all of the stats, wanted to ask you, Lynette, if you, a little trivia, see if you knew, <laughs> of course I have the answers, so it's not fair, but I'm just going to see if you can guess. So Verstappen ends the year with records for the most sing single season wins. Do you know how many? Single season Eight, wins. Uh, 17. 19. Oh, shoot. Almost said that was close. That was close. <laughs> Most consecutive race wins. Um, that was 16. 10. 10? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, most That's right. Because it was, yeah, he, seven, he it was seven, right? Yes. Yes. Most podium finishes. Oh. Uh, 22. Oh my gosh. 21. That <laughs> oh, is so gosh. good. Gosh, Lynette, you're good at this. Highest points total. He like what? Five something. Yep. Five, five thirty. higher than five fifty. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> five, five seventy five. Oh, wow. And then the largest championship winning margin in a single season. Over 300, right? 290. Two. Close. Okay. Dang, you are good at this. <laughs> so the last stat I have is, well, I have a couple, two more. Verstappen's 11 hat trick weekend, which 11th hat trick basically means like a win, a pole position and a fastest lap. It's his 11th time to do that. And that ties him with Jim Clark with only Hamilton and Schumacher 
having more. Hamilton has 19 hat trick weekends and Schumacher has 22. And then the last stat I have is Verstappen today became the first driver in history to surpass 1000 laps in a single season leading. Yeah. 1000 laps. Mm. Crazy. <laughs> That is so, crazy. <laughs> yeah. So he's had, he's really had an outstanding season. I don't, do you think he can top this? Like single I, season records? I mean, I, I don't know. I think he could, but hopefully he doesn't. So that other <laughs> team, like, so that they have a, like a little bit more of a fight and it's not so easy. Yeah. True. Um, if he does it while having those like closer fights, that would be like, great for him, you know, but yeah. if it comes like this easy, then maybe like, you know, you don't want to see that, but <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, it could happen. And I mean, especially if they just keep adding more and more, you know, adding more races and yeah. sprint races and like ways to collect points, <laughs> you could do it. Yeah, for sure. Well, I just thought I would give you guys all those little nuggets of information just in case you didn't know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so let's do our picker segment. All right. So we don't have a lot this week, probably because we've changed the recording times. So we really haven't given y'all much time to like, you know, consume the race and then have your thoughts on it. So we're, you know, we're so sorry. We're going to try to get those questions and thoughts, uh, out on our Instagram, probably like before the race ends from here on out. So that like, at least for next season, so that it gives y'all more time, but with us recording, you know, the night of the race now, it, it does, doesn't give y'all much time to respond. So we're sorry about that. Mm -hmm. So the first poll question that we asked was should overtaking in the pit lane be allowed? And you and I talked about that, Lynette, you said no. Mm -hmm. No, I said, oh, you said yes. Yes. Okay. I don't think we answered that. I just, did we, I think we okay. just talked about how they changed the rules and I, yeah. I don't think they should have changed the rules right. right now. Right. Um, but yeah, so, okay. Let's see what everybody said, what everybody answered. Okay. So should overtaking in the pit lane be allowed? 16% said yes. And 84% of you said no. And what do so, you think? Well, I think, I think that this is a weird question guys, because like a couple of weeks ago we asked y'all like, should people be stopping in the pit lane or can people like, how do they fix that? And so they then allowed people to overtake in the pit lane because people were blocking the pit lane. So it's like, it's kind of a weird thing where it's like one can't the same, the two same two things can't be true. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like pick one or the other sort of. So like, do we allow it or do we not? Which means like, you know, I don't know for me, I'm confused. I think part of me wants to say yes. Part of me wants to say no, but then I have to like reevaluate what I've said in the past. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm going to say yes because otherwise like what if your drivers that you're rooting for are getting stuck behind other people mm -hmm. because they're <laughs> going too slow <laughs> yeah so on i'm purpose. gonna go i'm gonna go yes on that but yeah i get it i get the frustration with it 
So yeah, I'm going to go with yes, just to make it more exciting. You know, if there's someone in the way past them and, you know, as long as they're, they're past of, uh, like the pit lane where all the people are, are, are like, yeah, you can do it. Yeah. In and out. And then we asked who will finish second in the constructors championship, Ferrari or Mercedes. Sorry guys. 70% of you said Ferrari, 30% <laughs> said Mercedes. Yeah. What, who did you think at the beginning of this weekend would take it? I really wasn't sure. Cause I, I didn't think Ferrari was going to do that great this weekend. Um, yeah. And it was kind of like we had two extremes, one really bad and then one really good. So <laughs> yeah, it was like an extra surprise. So I wasn't sure. I thought Mercedes was probably going to do better. Um, but yeah, mm. mm -hmm. <laughs> you guys can um, thank Perez for his penalty for those of you that voted for Ferrari. <laughs> If you don't want to blame the team. <laughs> oh, gosh. You had to stick that one in there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so um, so we had a couple of, like, thoughts on the race. So one was from Christian. He said it was an absolute nail-biter. And I think he was, like, partially joking, partially not. But, like, he was like, no, really. Like, my heart was going a million miles a minute. Who would have thought I'd be thanking Checo of all people? Charles gave it his all. So obviously Christian is a Mercedes fan. <laughs> Mercedes fan. <laughs> See, you either are blaming it on, on Checo or thanking him. <laughs> 100%. And then Lamar wrote in and it was funny because he said signs was out there with a car held together by duct tape and hope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then he said, uh, the racing for second through 10th was amazing. TV coverage was missing the battles though. What do you think about that? Do you think the TV oh. coverage was crappy? It was about the same as it's been. I don't know if that's good or bad, but um, <laughs> there was a lot going on. Like you can see on the, like the timetable, like switching back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like I've gotten used to paying attention to that a lot because, yeah. some, you know, then when they show it on the screen, it's like, oh, wait, what happened? How did they get there? I thought this person was here. So I feel like I'm getting used to paying attention to that more because we are missing a lot of some of the like battles going on. But yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, that's all we had for the pit crew segment. And I think what we're going to do this week because we chatted offline about this, we're going to wait and do like a whole news episode next week and kind of talk about like some of the little nuggets that we've, you know, found out this week and, you know, move them into next week's podcast. So hopefully y'all are okay with that. The one thing that did happen this week that I was going to ask you about is that we had to talk about, I'm sorry, but it's, it's not even really news. It's more just like silly gossip, but there was some coverage about Hamilton and Christian Horner being asked about discussions between their two, I guess, teams to see if there was any sort of like conversation for Hamilton going over to Red Bull. And Christian was, I don't know his exact quote, but it was like, he had said that Hamilton's team had reached out or that they had had talks about it. And Hamilton was in an interview and asked about it. And he said, no, I haven't spoken to Christian. 
I haven't like none, no one from my team has spoken to him about, you know, racing for Red Bull. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. And then it turned out that it was his father, Lewis Hamilton's father, the one that had conversations with Christian and Christian said that he's known his dad for a long time for many years and that he called him like asking what the situation was with the team and stuff and so Christian was like I'm he wasn't asking for himself so obviously (laughs) he was probably asking for Lewis and so that's kind of like where all of that came came from I guess so Mm, that's so funny Mm -hmm. so who who do you believe there do you feel like you believe Christian or Lewis I mean, why would Christian make that up unless, <laughs> you know, like, why, why would you make that up? I could see what, how Lewis would be like, oh, I haven't talked to him because, you know, he wants to like yeah. make sure, like, keep his team happy and be like, oh, I wasn't trying to leave. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, why would you make that up? Or, you know, yeah. like, maybe he did talk to his dad and it was like turned into the comment was turned into like something else like, oh, Lewis wants to come and race with us when yeah. maybe that wasn't the case. He could have just been like asking, how's the situation going over there? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it was like turned into something else. What do you think? Um, I don't know. I think Christian tends to be like a shit stirrer sometimes. And um, and I think, I don't think Lewis would ever like reach out to them to race for them. I, I, I just think probably it was, they were probably talking and he asked the question and I don't know, this is just my take, but I feel like Christian kind of likes to take things and make them something that maybe they're not to like give himself a bit more publicity or like just to, to live in that like reputation that they have made for themselves, which is kind of like, you know, a little bit of drama here and there between Mm -hmm. Mercedes. I think that he, (laughs) I think he thinks it's good for both of their brands. So I think he just like loves to do it. (laughs) Plus he's, I don't know. Plus, plus they're both, I don't know. It is what it is. Like, I think probably a little bit of embellishment over embellishment, and then maybe a little bit of under embellishment on Lewis's part. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's a little bit of both. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I think is funny is just like, um, the response from like fans and stuff, you know, like, like if it was some horrible thing, I mean, what if Lewis went to Red Bull, Bull. you know, like, yeah. But I think it's funny how like his fans are like, no way, like this would never happen. And then Red Bull fans are like, you know, saying something like, oh, he wants to come be like, it's like, you know, I mean, it could happen, you know, (laughs) drivers switch around and surprise people with where they end up. And I just think it's funny that they just think it really, really couldn't happen. I mean, maybe it couldn't, like, I don't see him going to Red Bull or anywhere else. Um, And kind of like earlier this year, you know, there was that whole Ferrari thing that they were having talks or are they not, you know, all this stuff. And and it's like, I mean, that's part of it. Do we believe it? Probably not. You know, like, you know, like you said, I don't think he, he would leave Mercedes. I don't think so either. No. 
So one other thing I did want to bring up before we close out today's show is um, LeClaire's radio message saying, I'm going to do some donuts. And they're like, no, bring it in, Charles. (laughs) (laughs) How rude. I know. They did that last year, too, to everybody. Like, let the poor guy look. This guy (laughs) bleeds Ferrari, bleeds it. Just let him do a freaking donut. Like, yeah, what the hell? I don't think it's the team. I think it's um like the FIA that's like doesn't let them do it anymore because they used to do it all the time in Abu Dhabi, yeah. especially like all throughout the track. And it was really cool. And last year, starting last year, they started telling them no, like all the teams. So, yeah, like, just do it. <laughs> I know. Just do it. Just be a rebel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Why does he ask permission? I know. <laughs> Don't ask. Like, it's like better to ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Than ask it's like, for oh, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, that is all we have. So one other thing I did want to mention is tomorrow is officially Cyber Monday. Our Black Friday sale is still going on. We have 20% off our website um, are we, if you don't watch us on YouTube, you should be watching us on YouTube because we have our cute sweatshirts on. Um, <laughs> Lynette has the IGAF one. And then I have karma is the guy who loves Ferrari coming straight <laughs> home to me. <laughs> um, was that a good, yeah, so we have sweatshirts now. Do I have a good, I have a good <laughs> voice? Should I start singing? Yeah. <laughs> we need to have a, uh, you can do our little like outro jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, um, so when you check out on our merch site, just use the code holiday and I think any, any caps or lowercase, it doesn't yeah, matter. It should, I it think should work. Yeah, it should just work. But, um, so I have the karma Ferrari sweatshirt and my Ashante Daniel <laughs> Ricardo, um, mug, which is also on our site. And we are also going to do a little giveaway. Yay. So Yes. So to end the season, we want to make sure that we get you guys in our merch. So what we decided was, do you want to tell them the rules? Um, yeah. So on Apple pod, uh, Apple podcast, you can leave a review for us. So like rating and then leave an actual review and five stars, be, please. Yes. <laughs> yes. Five stars. And then you'll be entered into the giveaway and then you can pick anything from our from our site. And so like we have the sweatshirts now we have, so the Ferrari, we have incident sweatshirt, we have a papaya crew. And then of course all the like t-shirts that, you know, that we've shown throughout the year and um, mugs and all of that fun stuff. So, yeah. So we will announce the winner, I guess maybe next week mm-hmm. and for the next podcast. That way you have like a week to enter, um, right. leave a review and yes, you can have it like us- for Christmas, for the holidays. Leave us a beautiful little review that tells everybody why you're, we are your favorite F1 girlies because, <laughs> you know, we just are so relatable and we're just so nice and, yeah. <laughs> and we give, we give different perspectives and, yes. and we try to give you a little bit of like knowledge nuggets here and there. So, um, we just want to say thank you so much for following us and for listening and, we love each and every one of you. It's been an amazing season. So please, please, please 
follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok. We would love a subscribe on YouTube and a rating on Apple Podcasts. But if you just want to enter the giveaway, just go to Apple Podcasts and give us a review. And other than that, we will see you guys next week. Next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.